I'm Michael Dunn, and you're listening to Oregon Rainmakers from KLCC Studios. My guest today is Caitlin Vargas, Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene. Onward Eugene is a robust economic development organization for our region, and Vargas, an experienced nonprofit leader, is right at home connecting startups to the resources they need to succeed. Caitlin Vargas, Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene, welcome. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here today. Great, great. Well, thank you for coming in. Why don't we start from the from the beginning? Uh, tell us about your career and how you got to be the community director for Onward Eugene. Yeah, you know, I think it's funny because everyone's got this vision of, hey, what am I going to be when I grow up? And for me, I said, oh, I always wanted to be a doctor. I was really interested in um, how bodies worked. And so I went to college and I was like, I'm going to study biology. I'm going to be a pulmonologist. Hmm. And my first semester, I was in biology, and I was like, you have to learn about plants? This is so boring. And so immediately I said, I got to look for something else. And so uh, I did. Uh, apologies to all the botanists out there, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, and I did one of those aptitude tests. And um, actually, it turned out that I was still very interested in um, man or people. And okay. so I went into anthropology. Interesting. What do you do with anthropology? Well, heck of a not, not a lot when you graduate. And so um, I went into nonprofit work. I started actually at Goodwill here. I worked in the job uh, creation center and I worked with folks on their interview skills and their resumes and helped them find jobs, which is a, you know, that's a rewarding place to start, right? Sure. You're really helping transform lives. And I said, man, I like the idea of helping people with their potential and helping them really, uh, whether it's get out of poverty or um, just make an impact on their life. So next I went to Eugene Mission and I was at the homeless shelter for about six years, which was just uh, an incredible, incredible season of my life. And then I moved into affordable housing. So really keeping on that nonprofit social yeah. services route. And then um, I had what I like to call a coronacation. So I had a year, year off of work and got the opportunity to refocus and I'm sure there's other parents out there saying, oh, oh yeah, I, I remember what it was like when I had, because uh, I have four young kids, and mm -hmm. I had four young kids at home, and all of a sudden I um, wasn't employed, and I said, hey, I, when I go back to work, I'm going to really find the right fit for me. Um, so I took a lot of time to discover what I really wanted to do and who I wanted to work with. And I had known Matt Sayre for quite a while. And I saw the job opening for Onward for a startup community director. So building an ecosystem of entrepreneurs. And I go, wait a minute, that's people, help them find their potential and transition and uh, help them find their dream. And I worked my butt off <laughs> to get this job. I'm not going to lie. And uh, been here over two and a half years. That's great. You know, it's interesting, you know, this is this is a, a a question I've asked other nonprofit leaders because your background when you talk about the mission and, and in affordable housing I mean you're you're helping people with the most basic necessities of life and and onward is in many ways it's still very much a necessity of course but it's also transitioning to economic development and whatnot what was kind of and, and I hear I hear what you say about helping people but it probably exercises almost a completely different side of your brain in terms of starting an economic or being on in many ways the ground floor because Onward Eugene is pretty new. Um, it takes a very entrepreneurial spirit. And I'm not saying that the mission didn't have that, but there are some pretty key differences in, in your job. T tell us about that. I'll start with the commonalities. Okay. And the commonality is that I'm a connector. 
Okay. Let's be like really honest. I'm not a founder. I haven't founded a company. But what I can do well is I can sit with someone and listen to them and put all those pieces together. And I can connect, okay, this is a resource that you should use. This is who you should talk to. This is the next step you should take. That's no different than the mission. Okay. Someone would sit down and say, um, I've had this history of mental illness or addiction, or these are the things that led to me losing my job or housing. And we would figure out those steps and I would connect them to resources, whether that was um, in the healthcare or housing or um, for a job. So I guess in my mind, I see it as like, I'm a connector. That's mm-hmm. me. And I'm going to excel in those different industries and those different jobs where I can really hone on that skill. You're right that it's a little different um, transition, right, to come out of poverty, come out of homelessness than to um, start your own company. But you are in a pool of people who have experienced um, what you've gone through. There's going to be people who've come before you and people come after you. And there are solutions out there to you know, if whether you're starting a business or whether you're getting out of homelessness and you need someone to help you find those solutions. And that's me. Okay. Um, there's there there's myths often about nonprofit as a career. You know, there are people who probably never worked in nonprofit to say, oh, you know, it's not real business. Dispel some of the myths because you've had such a such a varied and, and an impressive career in nonprofit. What are some of those myths? Maybe you still run into them from time to time when you when, when you talk with people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that one of the biggest myths is that there you are tr- there's a trade off between um, a satisfaction in your job and your salary. Okay. So I think that that's probably the biggest one out there saying, okay, well you're really happy and you love what you're doing, you make an impact, but you don't make a lot of money. That's not true. Mm. Um, it's probably true in some places and in some organizations, but um, typically, especially in Eugene, I think employers do really well to recognize talent and they understand if they want to re- retain that talent that they have to uh, pay a fair wage and they want to pay you what you value. So for all of those uh, folks listening, when it comes to nonprofits, like you will find the right fit. And when someone knows that you um, are worth it, they're going to pay you what, you what you're worth. And so I think that that's been the biggest one is like, Okay, I could go into finance once again. Not a dig against the world of finance. Um, would I be happy? No. Would mm-hmm. I have a great salary? Yes. So just making sure that you have that fit with what your values are and your um, just core values and your interests. I think that um, a lot of times, especially in Eugene, we kind of have this community myth where we have too many nonprofits. And I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah, there's a lot of duplication of work. It's true, we have a lot of nonprofits per capita. However, it's because there's something special in this community where there's a lot of people that want to help. And um, and and really what I would say about Onward, and I will, know we'll get into this later, is um, partnering with folks, um, partnering with other organizations really creates that kind of seamless uh, support network. And so a lot of these nonprofits maybe quietly behind the scenes, maybe are collaborating more than people realize. Um, they're working together so that it's a holistic, ra- what we call wraparound services, mm-hmm. so that um, people are getting the help that they need. But isn't it great that we are a community known for caring too much? Yeah, it's funny because I was, I was, you led into something I wanted to talk about because you've obviously been able to see it from, from different organizations. And 
and you just did, but I'm going to ask you to expand upon that. Kind of, you know, give us the 30,000 foot view of the community of Eugene and Lane County for its support of nonprofits, but also its support of connectivity like you've talked about. Yeah, and, and and let's be really frank. There's people here who have a very strong um, philanthropic heart, mm. and that's phenomenal in a community this size. The type of support that folks have to recognize that there are other people who need help in different ways. So um, everyone um, really meshes together in, in different ways. And so, like, let's take Eugene Mission for example. So, example. So when I was there, um, Eugene Mission was a sober facility, and um, so there was a portion of the homeless population that they were able to help. And these were folks who said, okay, I'm ready to not partake in drugs and alcohol anymore. And I'm ready to take these certain steps because you really had to be engaged in the process, working with a social services worker in order to stay and want to make your life better. Thankfully, there's other services, um, whether through St. Vincent de Paul, or um, Willamette Family or other organizations for people that were still struggling with addiction or um, people weren't, who weren't able to stay overnight. So, so there was all these different options so that people weren't falling through the cracks. Mm. Um, and, and that's just one example with uh, the homeless population. And then I'd say the same for affordable housing. There's different affordable housing um, agencies here who help people who have certain percentages of the federal poverty level. So like someone... Um, who's maybe making a little bit above minimum wage, uh, they might be a better fit for Cornerstone. Someone who's can only work part-time and isn't minimum wage, they're better suited for St. Vincent de Paul. So there's, once again, there's enough providers to really provide support to everyone within the gamut. Uh, and that's and that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is you've been someone who's been a staff member of a nonprofit, but you've also been on on numerous boards, including a board that impacts so many people, and that's Lane Transit. Talk about kind of the... um, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe the best way to put it is talk about how you have to sort of um, almost pivot between roles as someone as a staff person, but then somebody who's in charge of policy, but is is a is a volunteer as as a board member. I uh, got approached to do the Lane Transit District Board in 2018 when I was at Eugene Mission because I saw how the bus got people out of homelessness. It got mm. them to a job interview and it got them to the job when they got it and it got them to their healthcare appointment so they could get their medication. So I saw the role that transportation played in changing lives. And so I said, yeah, I do want to be part of that. Man, let me tell you, I did not know what I was getting myself <laughs> into. Um, what's great about this community, as we mentioned, is people are vocal and people mm-hmm. have great opinions. So there was a lot of um, interaction with, with constituents. Uh, people have a lot of great ideas about how transportation can be improved or what they'd like to see in their community. So over the course of um, the four years that I was at Lane Transit District, I learned so much more than I thought I would ever learn. I got so much more out of it and created just uh, it's funny because when you are that heavily invested in a volunteer role you are actually creating a new skill set for yourself as well so yeah it took me places i didn't think it would take me i was on a stage talking to 3000 people a few months ago <laughs> talking about the community value of public transportation and i have what's the the ceo of washington uh, dc next to me and the ceo of new york and um, charlotte and uh, i think richmond virginia as well 
And then me from Eugene, Oregon. So uh, what you know, one thing I think that people don't always realize, especially about uh, Lane Transit District, is that we're innovative. Mm. Lane Transit District is doing very innovative services um, here that aren't necessarily being done across the nation. So I think it was pretty cool, at least for me, as Caitlin, as the board president, to go and have uh, people from walk up from Austin and go, oh my gosh, you're from LTD, that's so cool. <laughs> and everyone knows who LTD is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna take a break, but before we go to a break, I do have to ask you, it's not a bad launching point to run for elected office. You ever think about that? I absolutely do, and I gotta tell you that, that that's in my plan. Okay, all right. We might dive into that a little bit more. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We're talking with Caitlin Vargas. She's the Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene and a, a former uh, board member for Lane Transit. We'll be back in just a second. I'm Barbara Dellenbach, host of KLCC's Oregon Grapevine. Carly Latero is the director of the Spring Creek Project at Oregon State University. The organization brings together thinkers in the fields of science, philosophy, and the arts. Our hope is that we can do the kind of storytelling that's really that really helps to shift culture around these daunting environmental issues that we're living with today. Interdisciplinary action on campus on the Oregon Grapevine at klcc.org. And we're back talking with Caitlin Vargas, the Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene. So let's talk about Onward Eugene. I, I, it's been in the news, people know about it, but, but they probably don't know all the piece parts. Tell us about it and tell us what you do specifically. Absolutely, you know, Onward is, you're right. It's kind of everywhere you turn these days, which is obviously very thrilling for me. So, you know, uh, the, the elevator pitches, we're a nonprofit economic development organization, and our mission is prosperity for all. But the reality is, is we're doing things really differently, unlike any economic development organization has uh, done in this community before. So uh, what started out was a small team, three of us, as I mentioned earlier, Matt Sarah, he's our managing director, Nicole Desch, um, she's our business and talent engagement director. My title is Startup Community Director. And we just hired two more people, a team of five. Um, and we have a child care sector strategist and then a program and events manager. And the reason the small size is so important is um, each one of our team members have all come from different sectors that uh, we've been very well connected in. We've all been very well invested in the community. So um, Holly Marconte, who was at United Way for 13 years as a child care sector strategist, uh, you know, Nicole owned multiple retail stores. Matt was at TAO. We all have these backgrounds where we're going to leverage our relationships to make sure this organization's as good as it can be. So we really focus on four pillars. One is regional uh, recruitment. We're bringing companies here, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we're excited. We brought Southwest Airlines here. And it doesn't matter who you are, whether you've flown Southwest, that affects you because even if you're flying a different airline, your fare is lower because Southwest is still here. Um, Stratacash, there's there's other companies that are coming in. And then uh, Nicole is working on uh, a big one, which is workforce issues. Mm. And so we're working on uh, talent engagement, develop, leadership development, um, talent retention. Everyone talks about the brain drain in Eugene and these great university students uh, fleeing as soon as they're done. Well, we're working hard to keep them here. Uh, and in different ways. Uh, we also work on, uh, we have a leadership institute that helps uh, develop leaders, especially as certain companies have folks aging out of them. 
Um, and then my job is in entrepreneurial services. And so I'm working with startups to uh, get established here. And, you know, we say onward, Eugene, but let's be realistic. We have a regional reach. You know, mm-hmm. we're working with Oak Ridge and Cresswell and obviously very heavily with Springfield. Um, so we're, you know, we're we're growing already and, and making an impact. Yeah. And, and, and I want to I want to circle back to, you know, I think a lot of people, like when you talked about in terms of talent recruitment and bringing people from bringing businesses and bringing, you know, talent from other other areas, I think a lot of people, you know, think, oh, okay, it's beautiful, Eugene, how hard of a, but it is, it can be very difficult because a company can't just pick up and move. There are all sorts of considerations. Take us through, if you could, kind of the pitch of how you do that and how you make the case for Lane County and Eugene. So I want to be really clear. This is 100% a collaboration. Mm -hmm. Onward's biggest strength is our partnerships. So when we're looking for uh, to focus on regional recruitment, we are in constant conversations and we're going at this together with City of Eugene, City of Springfield, Lane County, Travel Lane County. Uh, University of Oregon. I mean, we're we're all doing this together, and um, one of the things we look at, like you mentioned, quality of life. Mm-hmm. Quality of life is a big draw for here. But also, what what else is attractive? Is it um, housing prices? Is it access to talent? So those U of O students. Um, is it uh, you know what other incentives essentially exist for these businesses to come here? And so we all we all are strategic, and we talk and we do this together and. You know, I think that's what makes Onward different from other economic development organizations that we've seen or ones that exist other places is that we don't operate in a silo. We understand that like this is it, it, it takes a village to build the village. And so uh, that's what I would say is shout out to honestly all of our partners that come together with us and say, yes, let's do this to bring in more companies and make our economy better. Sure. And if, 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 if memory serves, Onward kind of was an outgrowth of the seeds was planted in the chamber. And I, yep. I, I've had I've talked to Brittany many times and I always say that one of the, the strengths of a chamber is a chamber is usually willing to, to, to jump in and do something that needs to be done that maybe no one else is raising their hand yes. for. But I imagine part and with Matt being on the ground floor, and I, I've talked to him before, you know, it was that idea of this is a need. If if, if someone else isn't going to do it, we've got to jump in and, and talk talk more about that. You lead entrepreneurs or you, you, you influence entrepreneurs, but in and of itself, onward, Eugene is almost a definition of an entrepreneurial entity. Absolutely. We talk about that all the time. We are a startup. Um, and you're totally right. You know, this this started at Eugene Chamber, and we are s- still to this day part of Eugene Chamber, and we're all a team. You know, there's this great term we actually use called Cham Fam, Chamber Family, <laughs> and um, we are all a team. We are all a family, and we do this work together. And, you know, part of the interesting part about being a startup while we're also <laughs> helping other startups is that... Um, we are learning what our boundaries are and what our limits are. And um, we talked, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but we have super strong partnerships in the entrepreneurial space with Rain. I know you talked to Caroline Cummings a few months ago. Um, Lane Small Business Development Center, um, SCORE, all all these other organizations. And so uh, we are really conscious of like, what is our goal? And for us as Onward, we're working in traded sector. So Rain's working with rural, okay, and uh, Lane SPDC is more working with uh, 
locations in Eugene and Springfield that are going to be more a brick and mortar. We're looking at traded sector folks that want to scale. So all of the 15 founders in our accelerator right now have products or services they will sell nationally and internationally, but based out of Eugene. Okay. I want to ask you about this. It was funny. I was just talking to uh, an economist at the state, and we were talking about sort of employment trends. And, and one of the things he was saying is during COVID, out of necessity, a lot of people hung up their own shingle or started businesses because that's what they had to do. And, I, and I'd love to ask you, sort of, you know, coming out of COVID, were there kind of an entrepreneurial spirit or an entrepreneurial ecosystem that was launched out of COVID that, that is still formidable now? Yes, absolutely. So we offer um, two different programs, a pre-accelerator for folks that are like, I have an idea. I have no idea if it's going to work, but I want to look into it. And then we have the accelerator for um, people who have actually decided, no, like, no, this is a company I can do an LCC and um, uh, I want to launch this company. The amount of energy and ideas that exist in our community are overwhelming. There are so many people who want help, who want guidance, who want the direction, who want to be part of the pre-accelerator and the accelerator so that they can start their company. And, and you know, not everyone is like, I'm just going to make this this one product, this shoe, and I'm going to mm-hmm. sell it everywhere. They're saying, um, no, like, I'm going to build a, you know, I'm going to build my company here mm-hmm. and I'm going to hire people locally and the money's going to come in here to Eugene. And... Yes, there's there is an energy. It's just I would say one of not challenges in my job and opportunity is to find those people. They're probably not always plugged into the chamber and all these other networks. So I have to figure out how I go back in the pipeline and I actually find the folks with ideas and bring them in. That's my job. We're going to take another break, but I, before we go to that, I want to talk a little bit about that because I, I would imagine you just described something that I think a lot of people probably fall into, which is they might have a good idea, they might have a, a, you know, a great entrepreneurial spirit, but they just have no idea where to plug in. And I imagine, you know, obviously marketing Onward Eugene is a big part of that, but how else do you kind of find those, those folks? I show up. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I show up. I'm going to show up at different events I'm invited to. I'm going to show up at partner events. um, And then I'm going to keep just being a spokesperson for what we offer at Onward Eugene. And using like the connections that we have, uh, using my own connections. But the part of it is just like getting out there. And I'm always looking up new networking groups or um, trying new things and going new places and meeting new people. And just anytime anyone pops a request to me on LinkedIn. I'm like, yes, hello, nice to meet you. I'm Caitlin. How can we, how can I help, right? And that's probably my like overused tagline. How can I help? Okay, okay. Well, we're going to take our next break. We're talking with Caitlin Vargas, the Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene. We'll be back in just a second. The car that I donated actually was my parents' car. It needed some work to be done on it, and it got to the point that the cost of the repairs was going to be greater than the car was even worth. So I decided to check with my dad to see if he agreed that maybe we should just donate it. Yeah, he was uh, pleasantly surprised to see that he got a tax write-off, and uh, he was happy that we supported public radio. Learn more about supporting KLCC by way of a vehicle donation at our website, klcc.org. And we're back talking with Caitlin Vargas from uh, Onward Eugene. She's the Startup Community Director. Um, 
obviously Eugene and Lane County sits within the state of Oregon. And, you know, you could probably talk to 10 people and get 10 different opinions about whether or not we're a, a pro-business state. But I, I'd love to get from you kind of what kind of support do you get from the state? What what are things that, and maybe it's a two-way conversation, you know, you kind of get ideas or, or, or support from the state, but also ideas that percolate up from onward that maybe other communities are starting to benefit from throughout Oregon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that um, we, the some of the funding that we get maybe isn't necessarily from the state, but it's from the um, state entities. So for example, Lane Workforce Partnership is actually um, one of our biggest investors. Mm. So we work with Lane Workforce Partnership to address um, uh, different things happening within different sectors. Um, And so that's kind of one example. I would say also uh, Business Oregon, which is the economic development organization from the state. Um, They're a huge uh, investor of ours. And uh, even I have to... Uh, kind of share this. So Matt put together this this fantastic proposal for a regional innovation hub. And what Ooh. that means is, is Oregon, uh, excuse me, Business Oregon has identified um, different cities to put in a region. So this is going to include Eugene, Corvallis, Albany, um, and then some coastal cities. So they're grouping U of O and OSU together, which is very dangerous, <laughs> but they did it anyways, um, and said, hey, we want innovation hubs in each of these regions in the state. And it's the idea that the re- the innovation hub um, is kind of the home for if someone like an entrepreneur comes and says, I don't know where to, what to do, I don't know where to go. All of these resources essentially have come together in this hub. Well, guess what? Onward Eugene is the leading uh, organization for our region's innovation hub. So that means we are working with OSU, we're working with U of O, um, folks over on the coast, so that we can um, have this level of help and resources and vibrancy right here um, in Eugene. And so, Business Oregon is a really important relationship, and that and that is state level funding. And then um, I would oh gosh, I'd also say that gosh, Lane County is a huge supporter of ours, and uh, you know once again. I know we talked a little bit about Caroline Cummings and her role with Rain, and they're just doing such an amazing job. We partner with them daily, weekly, um, and they're doing so well in those rural communities that currently right now we're just kind of stuck sticking to our urban area for entrepreneurial services. However, for our other services that we offer, including like hiring fairs and our career tours, um, we are going into rural communities for that. So Nicole has done hiring fairs um, out in Junction City. She's doing one in Cresswell. And so there is a lot of interaction across the region um, with some of our other initiatives. Yeah. You know, I know you haven't done this that long, but as, I, as I'm hearing you talk and thinking about all the connections that that that, that you're a part of and that, that Onward and others have put together, I got to imagine, you know, 10, 20 years ago, there must have been so many entrepreneurs who might have had great ideas, but it died on the vine because they just didn't have the kind of resources you've been talking, you're a part of. Well, there was um, an incubator at one point, um, and that was run by Shula Jaron. And then that kind of transformed into a partnership uh, with University of Oregon and Chamber. And that was actually the original uh, Rain Eugene. Oh, okay. Um, and that was a pilot, and it was always meant to be a pilot. And so what we learned from Rain Eugene and what successes came out of that, Caroline took some of that and built this amazing model she's using now. And then Onward Eugene took some of the, that curriculum and some of those uh, just really well-run events like our startup coffee meetup, 
um, and our mentor matching. And we kept that alive and we're doing those things now. So so there, wa- there were definitely pockets of time okay. where there was very, very influential uh, folks leading the charge in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. But like, I'm gonna tell you right now, Onward Eugene is here to stay. <laughs> and we're gonna keep growing and we're gonna keep improving and uh, and just keep going down that successful roadway. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier that that I think many of us who've, who've made Eugene home are concerned about this idea of the brain drain. You know, we have world-class universities, one right in town and one just up the road, as well as other other universities and other facilities as well. But, you know, it's it we, we might lose some of these well-educated kids to other cities. Talk a little bit about how a, an organization like Onward can sort of intervene and hopefully keep some of these, uh, you know, bright students uh, here in town so that we can all all benefit from their intellect and their energy. On Friday, we met uh, over 30 students at Matthew Knight Arena. We picked them up in an LTD electric bus (laughs) and we took them down to Summit Bank and uh, Wells Fargo Financial Advisors and OCCU where they got a tour they got to meet the leadership of those financial institutions, and these are all students who are business or finance majors. Um, and we said, this is how you work here. Hmm. Can you picture yourself working here? Ask these questions, meet these people. So our success metrics, we call them career tours, our mm-hmm. success metrics out of that is our students, are these students getting hired by these companies? Okay. So we understand you have to meet the students where they're at. Literally, we physically bust them <laughs> to these companies that ideally they're going to stay here and work at. <laughs> and we're making that connection. And so that's one example. But, uh, you know, doing innovative things like the career tours where LTD is donating their bus, donating their time. Places like Summit Bank, OCCU, um, Wells Fargo Financial, they are also donating their time and welcoming in these students, uh, knowing that, hey, you are in the right major at the U of O, you're kind of at the right season, you're a senior, and we'd like to see you join our team. And so it's, you know, we're, we're matchmaking. Yeah, interesting. Um, to talk about sort of the, the psychology of an entrepreneur, and I'd say that in terms of the folks that you work with, you know, two questions really. What do you get out of it? What what what, what is it? What what is it about talking to an entrepreneur that really excites you? But also, what do you find? Is there a common denominator in terms of you know these are the elements that make up today's entrepreneurial cohort? I bet there's so many people listening to this that have done all those personality tests and assessments, <laughs> and I have done them too. And what I found out about myself is I'm extremely logical, okay. and um, I have this voice term called a guardian, and I'm, I'm always asking questions. And, and the entrepreneurs that come in are visionaries. And mm. so we actually make this perfect balance because they're saying they have this energy and enthusiasm, and I have optimism. And we're going, yes, yes, let's talk about this and all this. And then I say, and what about this? And so I can ask those critical questions that really help direct them because a lot of times some of the entrepreneurs, they're so visionary that everything's spinning out at once and I help bring that in into more linear focus. But really, I might be asking questions really so I can get them connected to the right people. We have an incredibly strong mentor network so there's founders from all over the town, Melissa Prestonario, uh, Justin Freeman, Katie Brown, Peter Thorson, who are like, I have founded companies. 
I don't want people to make the same mistakes I did, so mm. I'm going to give back. They volunteer their time to mentor. And I don't know if a lot of people know that, how strong this mentor network is. And I can just say, hey, I've got this entrepreneur who needs some guidance, and I hook them right up. And then they kind of go from there and, and help them. But there's a lot of people willing to give up their, their time um, to help others. Hmm. Interesting. My last question for you is, you know, if you look out, let's say, five to ten years, what's your, what's, your, what's your greatest hope for what Onward Eugene and your partners can accomplish for, let's say, the larger Lane County region and not just Eugene? We have, we have a vision that goes along with our mission statement of prosperity for all. We truly mean that. We want to see a thriving economy for our region. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're seeing what we want to see is growth, the growth within our onward team, growth within what services um, that we can provide from our organization. Uh, we want to see all the community's needs met with uh, making sure that they have economic development support and uh, that we're really starting to affect some numbers. So are we starting to see uh, that gap in workers versus openings decrease? Are, are we making a difference there? Are we actually seeing new companies come to the area? Are we seeing wages increased? Are we seeing more jobs created? So we are. We have some ambitious goals, absolutely. Yes, you do. Um, around what economic development success means for this region. Um, and I have no doubt we'll get there with the help of our partners. Well, very exciting. Caitlin Vargas, the Startup Community Director for Onward Eugene. Thanks so much for coming in and talking to us. Thank you so much. This has been a blast. That was our conversation with Caitlin Vargas of Onward Eugene. Vargas and Onward Eugene work in service to the organization's mission of creating prosperity for all in our region. This has been the Oregon Rainmakers podcast on KLCC. I'm Michael Dunn, your host. Thanks for listening.